Hey everyone, Robin Papworth from Play Move Improve. Today I'm doing a podcast interview with the amazing Ash from Rainbow Sky Creations. Hey Ash, how are you going? I'm great. How are you today? Fantastic. I love your Instagram. I love that you've used this today's podcast to get the kids out of the house. That's genius. I know. Actually, I thought, how have I not thought of this before? Saying to my husband, I've got a podcast interview. Everyone out. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. So the reason why I got you onto our show is I love the educational resources that you have on your Instagram page. So please tell us a bit about them. Thank you so much. Well, I'm I'm a primary school teacher trained but I'm currently on maternity leave. I just had my third baby, Um, my third baby in five years. So I've been on and off maternity leave for quite a while now. Um, But my passion is teaching. I've always wanted to be a teacher. And I guess my story starts quite a few years ago. I wanted to teach overseas. That was one of the things I really wanted to do with my career. So I looked about and I, I wanted to do something different. So I thought, instead of doing the London thing that lots of teachers do, I wanted to try something a little bit left of centre. So I moved to Dubai for a year to teach in an international school over there. And when I was over there, I met this girl called Alicia and we became really great friends. And now she's actually my business partner. So that's kind of how Rainbow Sky was born. We were friends first. Um, We did lots of traveling and things over there and we had a great time together and I moved home and she stayed over there for a little while. And then when she moved back to Australia, she started creating clip art and she moved to Sydney and she's originally from Perth. She said to me, would you try and create some resources with the clip art I'm making? And I just had my first baby. I wasn't overly interested in it, but once I started, it's kind of a little bit addictive and I thought (laughs) this is a way that I can keep my teaching going and I can enjoy my passion without the pressure of the classroom. She has since moved over back to Perth. um, And then we've, we've got this little thriving business that we both absolutely love. We're really passionate about it. We love that we can help teachers. We love that we can be creative in the space that, that we really enjoy. Um, And yeah, so that's kind of my backstory. It's amazing because I love now, it makes sense now because I love that it's functional but pretty in the same way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of being at home and doing it too because when I was in the classroom, I loved using creative ideas. I loved always creating lessons like I do for Rainbow Sky, but I never had the time to make it pretty because as teachers, you're just time poor all the time. There's never time to do everything to make the things look really great. So now I get to do both. Amazing, amazing. So what have you found to be most helpful when you're running a business from home? Um, in terms of technology or in terms yes, of how resources. I set up my day? Oh, a bit of both. Why not? Let's do a bit of both. <laughs> well, things have changed now that we're, that we're stuck in isolation, haven't they? So yeah, I have had to, I had to adapt and I'll be honest, a mum of three, things aren't going as smoothly as what I would like. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that's the same for all of us, isn't it? I think so. And I think it's good to say, <laughs> put it out there and say, like, you're not alone to anyone out there listening. Oh, thank you. Because it's hard work being a, a mum at home at the best of times, let alone being stuck there with, with your kids all the time and trying to do all the other bits and pieces. So, um, we use really basic resources, myself and my um, business partner. We communicate over text message. We hardly ever talk actually on the phone. 
that's how we we communicate. Um, and we love we obviously love our social media. Um, I have a laptop that I use. So I just move around the house and work where I can get some quiet. And um, as far as all of my other resources for for the kids, I just like really basic stuff: chalk, um, play-doh, dice, cards, all of those sorts of things. And we try and use all of those sorts of things in our resources too, because they're accessible. Everybody has them and everybody can use them and you can adapt them to lots of different learning levels. Oh, fantastic. And do you find you set your kids up with play first? So it gives you a moment of peace? I do. I think we go through phases um, with my, my little ones. Sometimes they're really good when I set them up with little activities to play with. Sometimes they're, they're not. My little boy, um, he's four and he's starting school next year. And I'm, I'm really into play activities. Um, I think it's so important for kids to play and not have to be sitting down and learning. But he's a little bit more interested in doing things with numbers and, and activities like that now. So I'm really um, set fit little things up for him like that. Whereas my other little one who's three, she loves puzzles and building things and creating things. So I'll often set them up with simple things like that. And to be honest, it is not a Pinterest worthy thing that I usually do. I set them up with a bit of Play-Doh or um, some colouring in or things like that. Things that I know that they'll enjoy. And then I work and often I work um, close by to them too. So they don't feel like I'm not there. Yeah. Because I think sometimes it, I love that you mentioned Pinterest. Because I think sometimes people actually think that what they see on social media is our real life. They think that we don't have a behind the scenes madness involved. Absolutely. And I find that with my Instagram and my friends as well. They'll say, oh, you did such and such with your little boy. And I say to them that this is my business. You've got to remember that I'm, I'm showing people how it could work, but you can't see everything else that is going on. Yeah. And you do yeah. have to take that into consideration too, don't you? Well, they haven't seen the tantrum before or after of all no, of us they having haven't. a tantrum. No, or the table with all the stuff everywhere until you get the right thing that they'll actually be involved in. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. What tips do you give for parents who are trying to do the juggle? So you're trying to do, obviously, preschool. We have some parents who are trying to do primary school. How do we... Do you have any tips on your routine or on your structure of how people can keep it all together and still get the dishes and the washing done? Yeah, I mean... I think it's hard and you need to give yourself grace. I think that's the first most important thing because it's just, it is impossible to do it all. And I've fallen victim to this in the last few weeks where I've wanted to, to have normal life flowing and it just doesn't work that way. So I think the more grace you give yourself, the better and not getting caught up as what we're saying in what everyone else is doing, do what's right for your family. What, what I've been trying to do is when things are starting to unravel and getting a little bit hectic, it's not, it doesn't work best for my business, but for my family, I stop. And then I'll, I'll try and dedicate a day just to the kids. And we'll do, some, we'll do activities for them that I know that they're going to really, really enjoy. Um, craft time, time outside, um, quality one-on-one -on -one time with my different children so that they're getting that little piece of me. Because I think sometimes the kids, they feed off what we're doing and what we're feeling and the energy and that's when things can go a little bit south. That's what I find anyway. So I find that just recalibrating and getting, going back to just work with the kids, doing things that they enjoy. And it doesn't even mean doing learning activities. It might just be sitting down and doing a board game and not worrying about the washing for that day or um, reading books together. 
just really simple activities. I've been really enjoying um, drawing on the pavement with chalk. And even though my kids are only, only little preschoolers, <laughs> they're scribbling and I'm just, you know, colouring my rainbows and really enjoying <laughs> it. And it's, it's good for mindfulness for you as an adult too, because you're living in the moment. So that would probably be my first tip is dedicating a day to the kids if things are unravelling and just doing some family time. Um, for parents that have got primary school aged kids, the biggest advice I've been giving all of my friends is just do what you can. And if you only do one thing each day for learning, just focus on reading. Read with your child for pleasure, encourage them to read. It doesn't matter what they are reading. They can read comics, they can read blogs on the internet. They can be reading books that they enjoy. They could be reading picture books if they're in late primary school, that is fine. Just keep them reading and keep that joy of reading going. Chat about what they're reading around the dinner table. Um, make it enjoyable. But if you can't do anything else, a little bit of reading, you'll be, you'll be absolutely fine. I think we've got to remember that our kids, they're not going to fall behind if we're not doing a full day of school with them. And also, that's unrealistic to be expecting parents and expecting ourselves to be able to teach them like they're learning in the classroom have the washing done, have meals cooked. Like it's just, that is impossible. And then obviously parents are trying to work as well. So you've, you've got to just give yourself grace, as I said before, but also do what you can do. And then- This is honestly giving me goosebumps, Ash, because I think what happens for parents and because, you know, for us, we can know what a classroom usually looks like. So we know the expectations, but- for parents who have never been in a step foot in a classroom working before, they take these lesson plans that they're given for remote learning and they think that it all has to be done in one day. And I just feel Absolutely. there's so many, so many parents are pressured out there. Like we, even you know, like in a classroom, it doesn't always go the way you plan it. But I think parents are really getting <laughs> stuck on that plan at the moment and putting so much pressure onto themselves. So I really appreciate you telling them, please give yourself... <laughs> As, you know, some grace and give yourself some confidence that you're doing an amazing job. Absolutely. And I think also we've got to remember, and look, it's probably, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but teachers need to justify their job as well at the moment. Yes. So they need to be giving enough work and enough things for everyone to be able to complete. Which isn't that it's a not, shame? Do you feel that's a shame is, that they're feeling? I do. Pressure? I really yeah. do because I think I've spoken to so many teachers and so many of my friends and um, people who are even in leadership that want to focus on checking in on the well-being of their students or focus in on um, how things are just going at home. And they, they truly believe that they don't need to be doing hours and hours of work either. But you've got to remember that everyone's coming from their perspective. And if teachers are expected to send home six hours worth of work, then receive that pick and choose what works for your family and go from there because there's not going to be a test at the end of the day that says this parent did this and this parent didn't. I love it. It's just, honestly, I have goosebumps. It's, a, it's just been the topic that we've been having at the moment. And I think the frustrating part is up above somewhere, there's someone pressuring principals to act a certain way and teachers to act a certain way. And if we look at the yeah. reality, no one knows what we're doing. Why can't we just connect, check in? And why can't that just be enough? Wouldn't that be nice? That would be so, so nice. That, that would be nice. Unfortunately, things like money 
yeah, play yeah. a big part in it and um, job security and all of those things. And I think if you just keep that in mind, then you'll, you'll remember that, you know, focusing on your family is the most important thing right now. And I, I 100% agree with you. Wouldn't it be nice if teachers could do that? Because teachers, the thing that generally they're really good at is being loving to other people's kids that aren't even their own. So they just want the best for your child and they're just doing the best that they can and nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah, this me, is new me, territory me for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I work from home normally and I'm finding it so difficult because my kids usually, um, we do activities and then I can work a little bit in the afternoon. Well, that's not happening. And then um, they go to kindy a few days and I just have the baby at home and that's not happening. So it's new for everyone, even people who normally work from home. Absolutely. So how are you keeping yourself well? How are you making sure that your bucket is full? Well, oh gosh, I, as a, I think as we're, lots of mums are listening to this, they probably think, as a mum, buckets are full. <laughs> How's that <laughs> happening? Hasn't been full since they were born. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But I, I try and take the little things. And since being since being in lockdown, it has actually really helped because I had a baby five months ago. She's five months old now. And I wasn't into, you know, doing my exercise or anything, you know, what it's like with a brand new baby. But being in isolation has actually forced me to get out and get walking. So that's something I'm really grateful for. So I wake up in the morning. My husband's he's really good because he doesn't have to go to work till a little bit later. So he organizes the big kids and I feed the baby and then I pop the baby in the pram and we go for a walk. And I just, um, we've actually just moved house. So we're living by the beach now, but before that I was, I was living just in suburbia and all I did was walk to the coffee shop. I went to one that was a little bit further away, got a coffee and walked back. And now I'm, I'm lucky because I can walk along the beach to a coffee shop and come back. So that's what I've been um, really doing. I need to reheat my coffee, usually once or twice. <laughs> but that's okay because I've got the coffee. <laughs> I've had the walk. And I feel like that walk in the morning with no one else, just myself and the baby, that like refreshes me and gets me started for the day. And I wish I could tell you that I like do smoothies and healthy meals <laughs> and all of that stuff. Keep um, it real. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. One thing I do do um, that. I've always done since I've had kids is I have a fruit box delivery and they deliver me a big box of fruit and veg and I don't get to choose what's in it. They just deliver whatever, whatever's in season and that's what I cook from. And that's, that's helpful to have fresh fruit and vegetables in the house that I don't need to think about what we need um, and different meals I can make. I just make what, what we've got and I use that for snacks throughout the day. So I've always got that on hand. So that's really helpful too. And then I guess, um, sleep is also a big one. I, you can probably tell that I have a baby because <laughs> I yeah. focus on <laughs> no. sleep. But I try and go to bed early and just get that little little bit of extra sleep where I can. It's planning ahead really, isn't it? It's planning ahead to look after yourself. It's planning ahead to have an activity ready for the kids. Do you feel like it's a little bit like a chess game where you just plan one step ahead so you're always a little bit ahead of yourself? Absolutely. And I, I never try and plan too much more ahead of that because things fall apart. Yeah, yeah, sure does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Ash, you've been amazing answering these questions. How can my followers find you? How can they find you on Instagram, Facebook, those sorts of things? Well, we have um, uh, we've on all social media. So on Facebook and Instagram, we're at Rainbow Sky Creations. 
Um, you can email us at admin at rainbowskycreations.com. We love, we love hearing from people. So please email us, message us on um, Instagram or Facebook. And we also have a Teachers Pay Teachers store. So if you're looking for resources for your children that um, are fun and age appropriate, or you're a teacher and you're looking for resources to save you a little bit of time, we're on Teachers Pay Teachers at Rainbow Sky Creation. And we also have a blog actually, and we've been trying to share a few um, ideas for parents at home on our blog more recently with just um, things that you have at home, like a packet of UNO cards or a ball and activities you can do with those sorts of things. I'll have to check that out as well. Yeah. Can I just borrow your teacher mind for a second? Teachers pay teachers. For some of my followers have no idea how what that website is and how amazing that is. Can you just quickly yeah. run them through what Teachers Pay Teachers website is? That sure. would be amazing. So Teachers Pay Teachers is like the best way to describe it is it's like Etsy for teachers. So it's an online marketplace and qualified teachers get on and they create resources or they um reuse resources that they have that they've used in the classroom and they sell them to other teachers. So Everything on there has been created by teachers, for teachers, hence the name. Um, and you can, you can go on there and search all sorts of different things. They've got things from um, mindfulness and counselling resources to learning resources to things to make your classroom look pretty or your um, home learning space look pretty. And there's, there's teachers from all over the world on there. So you can connect with teachers in other countries or if you're looking for us, for Australian specific resources, you can connect with teachers that are Australian specific. The best thing about it too is that the resources are not expensive. They um, are really reasonably priced. So for a few dollars, you'll get a resource that you can use. Um, and you can use it over and over again. They all come as downloadable printables for their PDFs. As soon as you, you pay for it, you can download it and start using it. Love it. Well, Ash, thank you again for your time. You've been such a breath of joy and reminding me that I just need to lower my expectations. Yes. Look, I think the more you lower them, the more success you'll feel. And then in turn, <laughs> you'll have more success, right? I love it. Let's go with that. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Ash, for your time. Just make sure it goes a little bit longer. Tell your hubby we've been in the podcast a little bit longer so you can enjoy that peace and quiet in your beautiful home. I certainly will. Thank you so much. It's been great chatting with you. Thanks, Ash. We'll see you soon. Good luck. Have a good day. Bye. You have been listening to Robin Papworth, exercise physiologist, developmental educator, speaker, author, mum of three from Play, Move, Improve. If you have enjoyed our content, please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or on our website, playmoveimprove.com.au. Have a great day.